you need to decide on priorities. And the important thing here is that hybrid work is changing constantly. So you need to be staying on the ball, you need to be staying on, on what's, what's, what's important and um, to drive that as a program and probably have a governance structure that caters for all this. Right now, hybrid working is the topic that is getting a lot of airtime within DWG membership and our wider industry circles. So I thought it would be quite timely to bring Veit Siegenheim into the Digital Workplace Impact Studio for a strategic conversation about helping organizations rethink their workplace strategies for the hybrid era. Veit is the Global Monitoring Workplace Lead at Accenture and Avanade. And in this podcast, you'll hear about Veit's perspective on hybrid working generally, along with the key challenges that are trending in this area, such as one, ensuring that people have a secure remote access point to the data and the applications they need to work from anywhere, of course, on any device nowadays, two, improving the employee experience with platforms like Microsoft Viva, and three, finally, as part of our conversation, embracing hybrid to reshape how work gets done across different industries, especially for frontline workers. Importantly, Veit also shares his best advice to help digital workplace leaders and their teams avoid the destination trap in the age of hybrid working. Join me now for an insightful conversation with Veit Siegenheim. Happy listening. Veit, I have to say I'm really excited to have you in the studio with us today. Um, we've had a chance to meet previously and get to know each other and thought it would just be such a unique opportunity with you being relatively new to uh, your role to have a chance to learn from your early insights um, as well as uh, some of your future thinking around the collaborative hybrid workplace. And so before we get into some discussion about some interesting trends that you're seeing, I was hoping you might be able to share a little bit of background about not only Avanade, but also the global modern workplace practice that you're leading, because I think setting some context for our listeners is really important. Thank you, Nancy. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. So it's, it's great like, to voice my opinions and to be present here. Um, so what is Avanade and where do we come from? A majority owned by Accenture. Avanade was founded in 2000 by Accenture and Microsoft, initially as a systems integration, integrator for Microsoft technology. Since then, we have come a really long way. Avanade is now the leading provider of innovative digital and cloud services, business solutions, and design-led experiences delivered through the power of Microsoft, but also through the power of our more than 40,000 people in 26 countries. And what we try to do is that we bring bold, fresh thinking combined with technology, business expertise, industry expertise, to help fuel the transformation of our clients and to deliver business value for our clients. So what do we do in our global modern workplace business? What we're aiming to do is to reimagine and redefine the workplace as a creator of sustainable business value. And how do we do this? We do this by focusing on three broad areas. 
Firstly, I'd like to mention that we focus on a technology platform given our heritage in the Microsoft ecosystem and as a technology provider to, build, to help build clients a secure, reliable and cost-effective foundation for workplace experience. Secondly, we cover all aspects of employee experience, which is coming, becoming more and more important, especially focusing on moments that matter as a concept. And thirdly, but not the least important, we work with a line of business owners to reimagine and redefine the workplace across all the different employee personas as a value creator for the business. So that's quite a significant undertaking at a time where essentially the digital workplace has become the essential workplace for many organizations. And of course, that will need to flex and change over time. But the digital workplace is certainly now a strategic asset of virtually every organization. And right now, I can tell you from the standpoint of DWG membership and our wider industry circles, the topic that is hotting up the most right now is hybrid working. And I'd be very curious to hear your perspective on that topic. Yeah, thank you for asking, because I would like to make a really important point, as you will see in in, in a second. So we can really see that hybrid work creates challenges and opportunities across the entire workplace spectrum. There are immediate and enduring technology and security dimensions through to employee experience, culture and cooperational considerations. But not to be overly provocative, we observe that organizations are, fail, are falling into the trap of treating hybrid as a destination. But this isn't an end in itself, it's a journey. And the goal line is con- constantly shifting, internal and external forces are continually change, changing the world of work. To sustain and scale new ways of working, you need to adopt a flexible, holistic approach that enables you to respond to change in real time. I like this concept that you've laid out about not falling into a destination trap. I think nowadays the world of the digital workplace experience is one where it's not just about turning on capabilities or allowing people to um, just do that from anytime, anywhere, but really thinking holistically about how ways of working are changing and enabling people to do that um, regardless of where they're sitting and contemplating ways to help people connect more easily, collaborate more easily, as well as get things done and and things done more uh, intelligently with the right information at their fingertips. And as you appropriately pointed out, that's not without challenges. And what would you say are some of the biggest challenges that you're hearing from your clients and your your wider industry circles? So we're getting feedback from clients all around the world. And what we've seen in the past is that um, regions and areas differ, that there are different areas of, of our challenges. What is happening with hybrid workplace? These challenges are all of a sudden quite consistent. And we see basically three main topics as a challenge for our clients. And the one being employee experience and culture. So how to deal with all these changes, how to work with your employees, how to have the organization in place. 
Then, of course, workplace technology with a specific emphasis on security. And finally, but again, not least, ways of working and operating models and the impact on operating model. If we look at them more specifically, we can look at employee experience and culture. And the main topics of our discussions typically are, and that's what clients keep asking us, so how to deal with friction created by hybrid work disparity. Another important question, how to evolve culture and changing behavior across a dispersed workforce? And then, of course, how to retain and develop top talent. But it doesn't stop here. It's also about how to revise and adapt the employee value proposition. And just think of the great resignation, which is happening mainly in the US at the moment, which is, which is a trend generally shifting what's happening. And then, of course, how to optimize training, learning, development, how to make sure that your employees are up to speed in everything. The second area, workplace technology and security. Key challenges that we observe here are typically questions like how to improve hybrid and in-office on-location worker collaboration, but also how do we ensure, and that's a really important one, how do we ensure secure remote access to data and applications? How do we maintain productivity while working remotely? And how also can work be changed in the ways of automating it, uh, understanding it better, and uh, taking tasks away from the employees? But also, what is the definition of a physical workspace anymore in the hybrid area with XR, VR, augmented reality, and all the other things that are coming? Finally, ways of working in operating models. Clients are typically looking for support in the following areas. That's, at least that's, that's what we see. And it's all about how to maintain innovation in a hybrid environment, how to minimize the impact on the development of new customer products and services, and also what does hybrid mean for frontline and field-based workers look like. So what we see is a shift from a focus on information workers only, but also to um, other types and personas that we see. And finally, but not least important, how to address sustainability and carbon footprint reduction. And hybrid work will have to address all these three major dimensions. I think that's a very helpful way to characterize all of these challenges. And I think it would be really useful to drill down to the next level. So let's begin with a little bit about how organizations can ensure that their people have secure remote access to not only the data, but also the applications they need to work from anywhere on any device. Yeah, it's really important. Uh, we've seen companies fail to have security in place. Um, and that's due to that the attack surface has expanded people working remotely, having new entry entry areas coming into the organization. And cybersecurity threats have rocketed throughout the pandemic. There's research like the one from the Ponomum Institute, which has reported a minus 38% shift in the effectiveness of organization security postures due to remote working. So it is a huge topic. And when we talk to our clients, then we talk typically about um, a stepped approach in four steps. And um, that's what we recommend. So first of all, it's about assessing the situation, understanding what elements of your rapid response worked and where security vulnerabilities lie. Secondly, once you've assessed everything to protect what you've identified, 
So bolster your security strategy using zero trust principles, starting with a focus on identity and access management to build further resilience. Once you've done that, you've assessed, you've protected, it's about optimization. So reviewing security pro portfolios, identifying where costs can be reduced and complexity can be taken out while at the same time improving collaboration. One trap that we often see is that security prevents collaboration. So that's a really important topic. And lastly, once you've optimized, it's about evolution because again, it's a journey. It's not a standstill. So you have to enhance your threat protection to defend against evolving and fast-moving threats. I really like this four-pronged model that you've talked about and the way in which you're advising your clients to to work through that with your support. Um, I also know that the topic of employee experience is is one that is equally critical to focus on. And so I'm interested to know how you're using platforms like Viva to improve the employee experience as part of this hybrid world and also if there are any additional security considerations that you think are important to factor into that mix as well. Yeah, so we've been really close to to Viva and its launch. We've been the official launch partner with Microsoft. And while that in itself is pretty interesting, the the more interesting bit is that we've been really close to what they they think and what they do. So Microsoft Viva is really important because um, there's going to be a market of probably $300 billion of companies spending money on employee experience and bringing all that to life. So Microsoft Viva in itself is the employee experience platform that helps organizations to empower hybrid working. And this is happening by ensuring a seamless, consistent experience for every type of employee. How is this done and how does it work? Viva empowers employees and teams by bringing together communications, insights, learning and knowledge, and within the familiar platform, within the familiar flow of the Microsoft workplace. So you've got it all in one place. So you can collaborate, you can communicate, you gather insights, you have uh, an opportunity to have built-in learning, um, to discover information wherever it sits in the organization. By enabling this integrated systems system of experiences, Viva acts as a middleware to the multitude of systems and experience that aren't optimized and create friction and constraint engagement as well as productivity. So Viva is about employee experience coupled with a look at how can we ensure that employees have everything at hand that makes them productive, that makes their work efficient, and no matter where they are, whether it's physical, on-site, in an office, or whether it's remote, and wherever they are. So with this, the modules of Viva can become core components of a broader employee experience. And, but of course, it's technology and it's just a system um, and just being in quotes, but they don't make for a holistic employee experience program alone. And from our point of view, to create a comprehensive employee experience, you need to use and rationalize the ecosystem of teams, experiences and applications combined with those you create or curate yourself, for example, via the Power Platform. And that means then at the end of the day, you can shape an effective employee experience for the hybrid era, embracing stuff like growth in, with aspects like career growth, professional development, reskilling, coaching and change enablement, knowledge sharing, productivity tools and platforms. 
but also and this is what excites me really a lot it's about connecting stuff and connecting different areas connecting different talent communities and allow collaboration internally as well as externally and allow for information discovery but also a platform like this would allow for support so you can easily locate expertise you can enable mobility you will have a common support services like it hr payroll but also booking workplaces, which is really important, like returning to work, returning to the office, but also the aspect of chatbots to automate and information discovery in general. Recognition is another important element, recognition and well-being. And um, how do you do performance reviews? How do you think about salaries? How do you think about rewards and benefits? And how do you make sure that these processes still work? But also, again, and that's the security topic in it, how do you protect employees physically that the, the uh, environment is able to deal with everything that is needed, but also about employee well-being, safety, privacy, security as an experience, all that kind of stuff. And lastly, and the list is longer than that, but uh, my last point here is uh, onboarding. So how do you make sure, and especially in these days where hot skills, um, top talent is expecting seamless experiences, how do you make sure recruitment processes really work, that the end-to-end -end onboarding experience is really a lasting one and a good one, including offboarding, of course, and also, how do you make sure like that um, all the systems that are involved, that identity and access management really work? Well, certainly this realm of Viva is new territory for many organizations. And, you know, folding that into the wider employee experience starts to beg the question around um, how different industries, along with frontline workers, need to be factored into the mix. Can you talk a little bit about how that's coming into play now from the standpoint of different sectors embracing hybrid and reshaping how work gets done, uh, not only for the frontline workers, but for other colleagues as well. Yeah, that's a great question, Nancy, because this is really close to, to my heart and to our heart, like, well, how do we enable all this? And as, a, as I've said earlier, hybrid is a journey. It's not an end state. And at the same time, the journey is different for everyone. So there's no standard template for hybrid success. So that's, that's important. So we need to understand where clients are and clients need to understand where they are. They need to um, define their own journey. They need to define their own factors and elements of success. And then you can decide and de de define what the journey should look like. That's key because the world of working is changing at an unprecedented speed. And the best way to capitalize on the evolving opportunities is with hybrid presence will vary according to each organization. We're seeing progressive firms in some sectors embracing hybrid to address industry-specific challenges. There are examples and from a number of industries. And again, that's from around the world. It's quite consistent from no matter whether we look at Europe, North America or Asia. For example, in healthcare, where organizations are bringing employee experience and workplace platforms together to enable virtual rounding, virtual patient visits or virtual healthcare boards. But in other industries that works as well, for example, in the public sector, 
where government and public service organizations can foster a closer connection with citizens by delivering core services remotely. And wouldn't you love to if all the governance services were remote and there were e-services? So I think there's a lot to be done in, in many industries. Even so, in the financial services industry and retail, where organizations are delivering customer support and sales virtually in the short term while moving to a transformational remote branch or shared staff model for the longer term. So they're really exciting examples. And, but they vary by industry, they vary by client, they vary by the specific needs and requirements. And so, Vite, we've had a chance to explore a range of challenges that are trending in and around your client and industry circles. I guess one of the things that I see as critically important is to then extrapolate from those challenges what the the opportunities are. And so... What's your best advice for digital workplace leaders and their teams so that they can translate those challenges into opportunity? The first and most important element here from our point of view is this is not a single department issue. Digital workplace is not only an IT topic. It's not only an HR topic. It's not only a line of business topic. So it is mandatory, we believe, to bring all the key stakeholders together from across the business to really understand the changes to your specific world of work. And again, it's a journey. It's specific um, to where you are in your world. So it's important to bring all these stakeholders together. Then as a second step is, I mean, what are hybrid working practices and behaviors that will provide competitive advantage for your business and for your people? What are the benefits that your people will see? What's the value that can be gained for your business and where should you be competitive and competitively differentiated? So what are the patterns that are important to your business? And then, of course, um, it's, it's about creating a gap analysis between the current state of the workplace and again, like in a holistic sense of, of the word of workplace, IT, HR, line of business, and also a prospective hybrid work blueprint for the future. So how does it come together? Where are the gaps? How to prioritize them? Then nothing works without a business case and goals that you can set and prioritizing the work that needs to be done and the work that needs to be done to close the gaps. So. We work with business cases to make sure that really everyone understands, again, all the stakeholders, to make sure like what we prioritize, why we do it, and what the economic implications are. So it's um, important to understand the initial and ongoing investments, so it's not a one-time thing because it's a journey, and to outline the key success factors and performance indicators so the program and the progress can be tracked. Then. The tracking comes with dedicated review cycles to continually assess the impact of hybrid across people, process, platform, and place. And there are probably more, many more dimensions that are important here. And because programs tend to be long and cumbersome and uh, too far away in the future, what we highly recommend is um, to pilot initiatives um, for specific target scenarios to assess the efficiency, to see what's happening there, and then, once you have gained knowledge there, go into a learn cycle and then scale successful concepts by adopting implementation planning, the governance model, behavioral change, and as well the cultural evolution 
as part of a broader hybrid work strategy? I think that's quite a range of advice that you've offered. And one of the things that I feel we're seeing at the moment is that the modern workplace is an area that now has velocity, meaning speed with direction. And the topic of conversation um, is reaching very senior levels at points that never existed before in the history of our industry. And so for many organizations, the role of leadership is evolving very quickly. And so I guess I'm wondering if there are any you know, specific insights that you would have to offer at senior leadership levels of the organization as a way of uh, giving digital workplace leaders a leg up on uh, conversations they should be having. I think the important point is, again, like, I mean, it's a holistic, it's a holistic question and a holistic challenge that needs to be addressed. And you do that best by um, taking your strategy, looking where do you want to be, um, looking at the challenges. I mean, we've seen companies where there's a, a large number of attrition, a high, high, high attrition rate, um, how to keep your talent, how to make it work. Other companies struggle with um, not being efficient anymore. So I think, again, it depends on where you are and where you want to be. I would treat it, and that's a really difficult difficult topic, and I had it in my, in, in my last answer, with aligning with all the affected stakeholders to make sure that you come up with a program and, uh, and recommendations that work for the entire organization. So it's not just IT, it's not just HR, it's not just business. It all needs to come together. You need to decide on priorities. And the important thing here is that hybrid work is changing constantly. So you need to be staying on the ball. You need to be staying on, on what's, what's, what's important and um, to drive that as a program and probably have a governance structure that caters for all this. And I think that governance question is, is really an important one now more than ever because so many organizations were almost in a war room mentality over the last year trying to move so quickly to enable people to work from home in large numbers. And um, uh, certainly I think that... Um, now, uh, there are many that are doubling back to either recalibrate strategy and or put governance structures in place after the fact. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, Nancy. I mean, the, the, the point is, I mean, employee experience in itself is not a goal. Um, it's typically tied to business performance because as an organization, you have to meet business goals. So, and one of the challenges that we see in the market and that needs to be addressed, and typically it is addressed by governance, is how do you tie employee experience to business outcomes? How do you make sure like, that you meet the strategic goals that you have as an organization? How do you make sure like, that you really address the correlation between employee experience and customer experience? Because if we look at research from MIT and other, other institutions, there's a clear relationship between those two. And you can only bring that to life if you've got the right governance structure in place. And it's not just about facts and figures. There's some qualitative KPIs in that. There's some insights that are not easy to get. 
and it all needs to be combined. So governance for us and from our point of view is one of the critical elements of bringing that to life in a, in a way that employee experience in itself is optimized, but also from a business point of view that you get the results that you want to get. And as we look to wrap up our conversation today, what have we missed, Vite? Any final reflections, any parting advice or thoughts? <laughs> so I think I tried to say it earlier. I think we haven't missed anything. The important points wrapping up is, I mean, hybrid work is here to stay. That's the first thing. It's not going to go away. We're not going to go back to March 2020 before it all started. So it's it's here. It's shown that things will work that have not worked before or that would have been considered as not applicable and workable um, before. But they do. It works. And there is this new normal and hybrid, again, it's not the end state. You couldn't say, well, I've, I'm 60% I'm physical and 40% uh, virtual, and that's, that's what it's going to look like. It's not. Technology is evolving. Business requirements are evolving. The way we deal with employees is evolving. So we need to be on top of it. So it's a journey. It's not the end state. And to help you work with this, we've launched our recommendations. So we've just just launched our hybrid work ebook. And if you're interested to learn more about how we approach hybrid transformation, I'd encourage listeners to go and check it out. It's it's very easy to find. It's at www.avanat.com slash WX. And I think there's some really interesting insights in that. And that could probably help the one or the other uh, to move forward and to come to some conclusions. Well, we certainly appreciate that you're sharing this ebook with our audience. And of course, we'll make sure that that's available in the show notes that will accompany this podcast recording. Veit, I know you keep a very busy schedule and that um, it's late in the day for you. So I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and chat with me. And I think uh, the insights from this conversation will benefit many, including the ebook you just mentioned. And of course, I look forward to continuing to follow the work that you and your team are doing. And uh, hopefully we'll have a chance to catch up again as hybrid working and the global modern workplace continues to evolve. Thank you, Nancy. It's been a real pleasure to be here. Digital Workplace Impact is brought to you by the Digital Workplace Group. DWG is a strategic partner covering all aspects of the evolving digital workplace industry, not only through membership, but also benchmarking and boutique consulting services. For more information, visit digitalworkplacegroup.com. <laughs>